It's Answers for Elders Radio. I'm Chuck Olmstead with Salem Media Group, and Suzanne Newman is the host of Answers for Elders. But I get to be on the other side of the mic today and you ask do. Suzanne. I get to ask you some questions because you've got some great principles as far as uh, helping your senior loved one navigate and being a great advocate for your parents. And uh, we've talked about several things, and we're on principle number eight as we look for the diamonds. What do you mean by that? Look for the diamonds. Well, when I was growing up, Chuck, I had this wonderful Aunt Marty, and she was awesome. She was like my favorite aunt in the world. But she used to, when I would go through hard times as a child, and, you know, this teacher wasn't fair, they weren't nice to me, I don't like this, I don't like that, her always, her response was, honey, look for the diamonds. And what it really meant to to me is that experiences in life, even adverse experiences, polish our character. Mm. And she would talk about the fact that in every situation in life, there's an opportunity to have your diamond polished, to become that gem of an individual. And of course, my birthstone is a diamond. So obviously that was like, it resonated with me. But it was also things like she taught me, I know how many times that I'm, I pull up in a grocery store and if I'll see a loan cart sitting out there, you know, I always take it and put it where it's supposed to be because those are diamonds, right? She'd right. always say that to me. So those are, that's what I always talk about. So I talk about look for the diamonds because caregiving and advocating for seeing lo- loved one is hard. It's difficult. It's lonely. It's stressful. All of these things. And so one of the things that I really encourage you, those of you that are taking care of a loved one, is take 10 minutes a day at the end of the day and just ask yourself some questions to find the diamonds. And some of the questions that I have was, what was the most valuable thing that happened to me today? What did I learn What am I most grateful for? How can I use these experiences in my own life? And what have I, you know, how can I change to not, you know, what have I learned so I don't do these things in the future? And I will tell you one of the things that's really precious in caregiving, because after your loved one is gone, is what were the shining moments? Mm -hmm. You know, maybe it was a little glimmer in your mother or father's eye that you got because because they were grateful for your care. Maybe it was just something that there was a little memory that they shared about your life or things like that. Because when they're gone, they're gone. Yeah. You're not going to have those anymore. Well, let's get personal for a second here. Okay. How did you change after you cared for your mom? <laughs> you know um, this story. We, we, need, a, we need another uh, one-hour program for that, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I got dropped to my knees as you know, like, I mean, losing my job, I had, I had held such an identity around career success. Well, and many of us do. Yeah. And um, that was kind of gone for me. And I learned to find a p- core part of myself that was just pretty much dormant. And that was really to open up my heart. And I, and I didn't realize that I didn't, you know, I, it wasn't there, but I was so just wrapped up in my own world that I wasn't really thinking. And so as I, as I moved forward in my life and, um, you know, it, it really profoundly changed me as an individual. Yeah. Well, it does that, doesn't it? Because it kind of helps you recognize (laughs) what is real and Mm -hmm. what are priorities and what, uh, you know, what, what is temporal and what is eternal. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's totally it. Yeah. So you say, 
that part of the principles of being an advocate is experience joy. Yes. So what does that mean? Because caregivers tend to put themselves last. Mm-hmm. And I say caregivers because that's what they are. They're not advocates. <laughs> <laughs> they put themselves last. They're, they're known for being the kind of the person that everybody in the family dumps on to say, oh, so-and-so will take, you know, Mary will take care of it. I don't have to. <laughs> and so uh, oftentimes those that are taking care of a senior loved one, um, they don't take time for themselves and they forget about joy in life. And joy is just as important as responsibility. As a matter of fact, it's more important. If you can't find joy in life, what's it worth living? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I always say um, your friends are a big part of that. Um, I am very blessed to have a circle of amazing friends and that just totally are um, loving, caring, you know, great people. But one of the things that they did for me is they were somebody that I could, I could vent to. They were the people that would say things, you know, to help me get some levity in life. And I talk, tell some stories in the book. But, you know, I always say there's, you know, if you have that friend that's, that says, gee, you know, um, Jean, I'm really sorry you're going through all this. Is there anything I can do? And you kind of stop because it's your parent, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I have an assignment for that friend. And that is ask your friend for one thing. And it's that please be responsible for reminding me to experience joy and be a part of that for mm -hmm. me. And that might mean a weekly luncheon. It might mean a couple of phone calls during the week. It might mean just a girl's night out, something like that. Anything like that. Make sure that you take that time and know that that's a very, very important part. Yeah. Take time for you. Yeah. And it can be a spouse. Can be. You Absolutely know, can be. It can be another sibling, that sort of Spouses, thing. Spouses, unfortunately, though, and when I say that, are more about responsibility. So you end up, you know, yes, it's a date night. It's great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but <clears throat> overall... There's some things, there's something, I think, especially for women, uh, yeah. that a girlfriend a girl, is really yeah. a good thing. <laughs> well, a girl's night out, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's important. And, yes, uh, it is. For those of us that have been married for a while, you know that. You yes. know, just to be able to have that girl time with each other is, mm -hmm. is critical. And then, uh, Suzanne, I think this is really critical and uh, because you need to forgive the past. Oh, man. It's a big one. You know, uh, let me interject here for a second because, you know, I, my parents um, lived back in Illinois, and I moved out here in 1990, my wife and family and I. And um, mm -hmm. and so as my parents aged, you know, I was back once or twice a year for and would call every Sunday. That was my normal routine for them that I every Sunday was a phone call to mom and dad. And um, <clears throat> as my parents declined in health— um, there were times when uh, they would go through some severe illnesses where I'd get the phone call, hey, you know, uh, mom and, you know, dad's not doing too well. Um, and I would have people say to me, do you, uh, do you feel like you need to go back, you know? And uh, this was true for both of my parents, Suzanne, is I would say, I don't <clears throat> have to go back right now. There's nothing between us that hasn't already been said. Yeah. You know, that they know I love them. Mm -hmm. I don't have to rush back to get some final words to mm -hmm. them, even though, you know, I, I, I wanted, I, I would have done it, mm -hmm. obviously. 
but there was there was nothing there that we had to settle mm-hmm. and that's an, that's a critical thing isn't it well it is and but when you're a caregiver it it's the day to day right and i will tell you too that our parents really know how to push buttons. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so when you're taking care of a senior loved one, and, and those of us that take care, I, I'm sure that if you're listening right now, you're nodding your nodding head up head, and down. Right. Because here's the thing. You were, you know, they raised you. They mm-hmm. know what your buttons are. Mm-hmm. And and um, that somehow, even if they develop Alzheimer's and dementia, they still know how to push your buttons, probably even worse. So it's like understanding, number one, they're definitely innocent in this process. They don't, I mean, they're not going to change. And it's really, it's not so much what they do. It's a matter of who you are. And part of that is, is that I had to let go and I had to forgive her. And, you know, I had angst from my mom from growing up. Right. 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 Uh, she didn't ever acknowledge who I was. She didn't, I didn't ever get any kudos from her for my accomplishments in my career. I mean, she didn't, it wasn't her thing, you know. Right. So, so I just had all this built-in resentment that I didn't even really realize at the time until it got you know, till I was face to face with her, you know, on a daily basis as an adult going like, geez, mom, I have to go to work. Right. You know, I have to do these things. And she's hanging on to me like, well, you, I need you or I'm demanding you to do this or you do that. And and so you get these resentments come building up. And I so I think one of the things that it's really down to and really to kind of summarize all of these principles Every single one of these principles has nothing to do with your senior loved one. It has to do with you working on yourself, mm. right? Mm-hmm. It has to do with who you are in this process. And I really believe that the more and more that you can let go of the angst and realize that they're as innocent as you are in this process, mm-hmm. um, you know, we've all had hard moments in life. But I think one of the things that we can do is really come to a point where if we learn to let it go, um, choosing to be a victim of that family will only make it harder. If you free yourself from it, then, you know, you can take those moments that they hit your button and say, you know, mom, I need to go take a walk around the block. I'll be back. Mm. And then work on you, you know, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, during that walk or call your girlfriend and vent. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Well, Suzanne, we've got about a minute and a half left, and I just want to kind of help summarize and let folks be aware that a podcast is available. If you've listened to this broadcast and you want to uh, share it with a friend, you can always go to Answers for Elders Radio and download the podcast, and they can stream it from there, uh, or that you can download it and send it to somebody if you if you want to. You also have other resources on Answers for Elders Radio as well. Tell us about your book again as we're wrapping up. It's called The Advocate's Heart, Finding Your Real Strength While Caring for Aging Loved Ones. And you can just put in the search field on Amazon either the title, The Advocate's Heart, or you can put my name, Suzanne Newman, in both places it will come up. And if you're in the Puget Sound area and uh, you're in an assisted living facility or some other senior care or a church and you want to get a seminar or hear Suzanne share these principles with your group, uh, feel free to give us a call. You can email Suzanne at uh, Suzanne at AnswersForElders.com 
or you can call me, Chuck, here at the station. I'll be glad to share with you or talk to you about it. There's no cost or obligation. You're not spending a lot of money on speaking fees or anything like that. We'd just be glad to do that and share uh, your story and your principles for being a good advocate. And I want to thank you for a wonderful year on the air. Thank you, Suzanne. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families, too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.